In the name of one God, Father, Son, and Spirit. Amen. If you have ever tried online dating, if you've ever tried online dating, you will learn two things quickly, geography and disappointment. <laughs> Deciding who to trust and how much to reveal of our inner world requires discernment. Throughout his ministry, Jesus utilizes discernment. Incessantly probed with trick questions, Jesus quickly perceives how much to share. In today's gospel reading, Nicodemus's motives for approaching Jesus are murky. Is Nicodemus coming to Jesus because he's intrigued by what he has witnessed in the temple, where Jesus flipped over tables and drove out price-gouging merchants? Is it Jesus' righteous indignation that prompts Nicodemus's late-night visit? Come to think of it, who visits someone in the first century at night anyway? The narrow, zigzagging streets are dangerous. These tight streets are not illuminated clearly with bright electric light, but rather the flickering flame of an oil lamp or a candle. Robbers, or worse, could be hiding in the shadows. It's dark and dangerous at night. Meeting Nicodemus at night takes some courage. Jesus, Jesus not surprisingly, is courageous. It takes courage to trust someone you do not know and to meet them at night. This morning, we're also remembering others who have been courageous. And this morning, we honor veterans who gave their lives in this Memorial Day weekend. So we'd like to take a moment just to thank them and think of them, those who gave their lives so we could enjoy what we have today. Turning back to Scripture, I'm amazed at how much Jesus discerns to share with Nicodemus. When Nicodemus flatters Jesus by saying, no one can do these signs. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what signs is Nicodemus talking about? Miraculous healings? Jesus' profound insight into the Jewish law and faith? Or maybe the prophetic sign, like churning over the tables at the temple? We can't be sure what Nicodemus meant by no one can do these signs. But whatever Nicodemus is referring to in these signs, he says, cannot be done from the presence of God. Cannot be done apart from the presence of God. What's he saying here? Is Nicodemus using flattery for some nefarious purpose? Or is he simply intrigued by Jesus' ministry. Jesus doesn't respond to Nicodemus's flattery, but instead shifts the conversation to perception. Jesus says, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. 
no one can see. Humans are notoriously terrible at noticing things. We miss things all the time. What we expect to see is what we perceive. In psychological terms, it's called confirmation bias. We see what we expect to see. I often wish that I'm more perceptive than I am. My observation skills are sometimes stunningly lacking. In a now classic cognitive psychological experiment, Daniel Simons and Christopher Chabris asked participants of the study to count the number of basketball passes between players wearing white. Simple enough, count how many times the players wearing white pass the ball. At one point, in the midst of the basketball being passed, a man dressed in a gorilla suit walks through the game, dances a bit to draw attention to himself, and then walks off. Later, the psychologist asked the participants, did you notice anything unusual while counting the passes? Did you notice anything beside the players? Did you notice a gorilla? 58% of those surveyed, more, way more than half, didn't, did not notice the gorilla, even when asked directly. They were so focused on counting the number of passes that they missed the gorilla completely. We all miss things. We can all have spiritual blinders. We need God's help to live, op to live our lives open-eyed so that we can see God's work in the world. Jesus tells Nicodemus that Nicodemus is unable to perceive God's work in the here and now. He's missing out on the work God is doing within his lifetime. To Nicodemus, Jesus' words must have been shocking. After all, Nicodemus is devout and well-versed in the scriptures. Yet Nicodemus cannot see God working in the ways that he doesn't expect. Jesus is challenging Nicodemus to open his spiritual eyes, to open his mind to the work that God is doing that's beyond his expectations. This is a challenge for all of us. How can we be open to God's work in unexpected places? Our Episcopal Church has a history of looking for God to work in unexpected places. It took us a while, arguably way too long, but we eventually noticed that God was working among women, so we opened up the priesthood to all genders. More recently, we saw God working through the love not just of straight couples, but through all of God's people. And the church eventually responded by opening up at the highest levels, our church to all of God's beloved people. It's not just in our time that the church has wrestled with the complex workings of God. It took the church a few centuries to understand the complex dogma of the Trinity, the holy triune God, Father, Son, and Spirit. Once a year, we celebrate Trinity Sunday, which is today. So, happy Trinity Sunday, everyone. 
In every generation, God is working in ways that constantly urge people of faith to broaden our mindset, to open our eyes to the possibilities of how God might be working. In our parish, we're discerning with God's help the future. In this week's weekly email, Reverend Rachel offered four conversations and times to meet with her and a small group along with a vestry person to discuss your hopes, your needs, your desires as we re-emerge from the pandemic. We as a parish are putting Jesus' words into action. We are continuing to open up our eyes and to open up our minds and to open up our hearts to see where God is moving and working in unexpected places. God's ministry is seeking new ground, new ways of engaging with culture. You might be tempted to think that the golden age of God's work in our society is over. But we are still here. We are still proclaiming God's radical, inclusive, and passionate love. Jesus doesn't give up on Nicodemus. Jesus keeps talking to him, keeps engaging him. We, too, are going to keep engaging those around us. We're going to keep talking about God and the things of God. Jesus trusted Nicodemus with the truth. Nicodemus needed to broaden his perspective to God's possible work. May God help us broaden our perspective as well. Amen.